On today's episode of Down the Wire, we go over our recap of week 13 in the NFL. Surprises all around, but the Packers had the bye week, so plenty of football to watch with no bias, just fandom for the game. It all happens today on Down the Wire. I'll be like, sunset on the beach. Pick me on a pull up on Miami with the heat. I don't know about you, but I don't know about me. Summertime in Florida, catch me sliding on the key. Yeah. Oh, something's happening. Episode 44. Down in like the wire. Half. We're like 43 and a half, really, after last week's that bullshit. Is, that is true. Uh, we do have to address something, I guess, at the beginning. For some reason, our episode cut off, and I am going to blame it on storage purposes, I think. I don't know why it did that, but you only got about a little over half of the podcast last week, and you missed, like, Did we really go that long? Yeah, I mean, we're we're pretty much, yeah, pretty much, like, it cut off at, like, hour 15, so. Yeah, yeah, you missed, like, 45 (laughs) minutes, like, just like that. Shit. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure why it even did it. Like I said, and we, we figure out the issue a little bit too late. And, but the plan is that once you hear this episode, the new episode or the old episode from the week before should be uploaded new and improved as well. It'll be uploaded yeah, yeah. the same day and we'll have the issues all resolved from there. Better, I'm hoping. better let uh Tony know too. Yeah. We should probably get a hold of Tony to do yeah. that as well. Be like do extra work bitch yeah he loves that from us especially yeah too. yeah he likes yeah. to be bombarded with issues and uh my excellent recording quality skills he loves those as well he's <laughs> never brought anything to me ever before about that anyway and <laughs> so i'm sure he'll be very pleased <laughs> to deal, deal with this you know hey we've come a long way since recording on a computer at a desk next to each other on chairs what, that whatever were... that's not even that bad it, it was like when we first started doing the uh like off-site recording and it was i think you just want an excuse to get as close to your microphone every single time we record you like that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is fair because you couldn't even hear us before so it was like that's what I mean so we're definitely we're on the up we're on the up that's that's all all we can ask stayed and listened to this yes that's what I mean and 44 episodes yeah and these last two months have been like our best months so far so thank you guys for continuing to listen in yeah keep doing it it's like awesome going on right now and we're we got plenty of cool shit we got for the future. Oh, we are ready for it. But real quick, I'll start this off right here. Uh, this is going to be my rant on fuck post-secondary education real quick. Um, just wanted to say, if my Spanish teacher listens to this Podbean podcast, there's no way she does. Uh, just wanted to go out and say, you really just tried to destroy my entire life. That's what she tried to do today. Uh imagine we've had four oral exams for spanish hello yep right not not the best thing to just say but that's what they're called and uh none of them have been graded for me yet none of them and there's a week left in the semester okay and 
So how bad were the exam scores? No. Like it's that worse. bad? It's worse. <laughs> it's worse than that. It's worse than that. Okay. The first exam, I went out and asked uh, some people in my class, like, hey, did you get your grade for your first exam? Uh, or for any of your exams? And they were like, no, I haven't gotten mine either. And I was like, oh, shit. And then one guy was like, actually, I just got my first one today. So we've done four of them now. Fourth one was due today. We've done four of them. And the first one, which is from like month one of the year, was just graded today with a week left in the semester. I go and look, and I have a zero next to it. <laughs> Wait a second. Why? Why do I have a zero, you might ask? I go and talk to her, right? And uh, there was a tech issue with my practice activity, not the exam, the practice activity. So the practice activity, for some reason, it had said I completed it and I got like the percent right on it, but there was no video there showing me practicing. Okay. Oh, so so it could have been anyone. Well, you got I your guess. roommate. You got your roommate uh, to come in or something like that. Sure, right. You found some, know, yeah, because he really fucking understands local, Spanish. Too. Like El Rey, and found some guy to to translate. But here's the crazy part. So then I go and talk to her, and she was like, "Oh, okay, let me take a look." Right? She's like, "No, I don't have one. I don't have one." I said, "I fucking did it. I know I fucking did it." And she's showing me the practice activity. And I said, okay, wait, wait, wait. Like there was problem with that. Maybe that's the practice activity. Did you look at the exam? The exam Dropbox has my exam sitting right there for her to grade that she just didn't even look at and gave me a zero because the practice activity had a tech problem. Yeah. Well, you know, way to fucking suck. I don't know. Oh my you gotta, God. You gotta do your due diligence, man. This is, I this went is up. Hey. World. I went up and made sure everything was all good. And actually, yeah, it was the first day it was put in, dog. What else am I supposed to do? First class I had her since then. Boom. I'm just here and excuse. It's getting taken care of, I guess. But <laughs> it was literally, you have never seen me shit my pants so fast in my life to then, like, okay, yep, we're hopefully all right now. But teacher, like, teacher or like TA? Um, okay, so that's the weird thing because I think she is, she is my teacher, but I think she's a lecturer, not a professor. Because she is uh, yeah, yeah. She, okay, she so doesn't like, have she doesn't have a PhD. She's a PhD yeah, yeah. candidate, but she doesn't have a TA in the classroom. Uh, okay, okay. So she's uh she's kind of in between that as well. Right. I, yeah, all right, I get it. She, working towards that, but you know, I, thing, I was a lecturer in college as well. Thank you very much. Wow, wow. Well, yeah. Save uh, some for the rest of us, all right, yeah, Dave? Yeah, it was uh, theater sports, a.k.a. my comedy class. I yeah, that, that comedy sports was pretty sweet gig for you. That was simple. And still is. Still is, enough, yeah. right? Well, uh, well, I'm glad we should get into doesn't suck. Um, yeah, we, do, well, what else? Uh, you don't have the child today, right? No, 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 no. So she's uh, with with her mama for uh to the night so I, I i'll get her back sunday and then monday uh which i should say uh, let everyone know monday i will not be in next week i am taking said child to her first bucks game it's going to be quite a night they're going Hell to be yeah. playing the indiana pacers so mm-hmm. hopefully that's like a guaranteed dub that would because, be legit yeah so uh you are going to be treated 
to not just Tom, but close friend of the show, Christopher Platt will be guest hosting, doing everything that I'm doing, being just as obnoxious, just with a much deeper and more velvety voice. Yeah, Chris Chris does got a sexy ass voice. That's for yeah. sure. It's yeah. definitely it's definitely uncanny to most that you would see, especially on oh, the yeah. shot. And, mean, and and not to mention he's a good looking dude too. Like he's oh, got yeah, uh, Chris. yeah, he's got like a young Morgan Freeman to him. Like he's he's <laughs> he's like a he's like swagger filled so, and sex magic and magnificent. So I was gonna I was thinking about like intros for him when I'm like introducing him on the week out. And so I'm thinking of going the man, the myth, the guy with a baby on the way, Mr. Christopher Platt. And I think he would like that one a lot. Yeah. Uh, Also too, it lines up. So that way Platt is the one doing the intro. So it's going to be extra great. Oh yeah. I, I might maybe do I, do I make Platt do the intro? Absolutely. He's doing my job. He has to do my job to a T. Damn it. Okay. All right. Shit. Well, I will talk to him about it. I'll need to. He, I've been in contact with him a little bit, but I'll give him the whole rundown over the week. I guess yeah, yeah. too. Gotta what, we sure. gotta. What we'll do? Have some hot takes, some quick hits, and whatnot for him as well. Should we get into football for the week? We got football. Let's go, dude. We're we're gonna. Should we go Thursday night or should we? No, no. We gotta go Thursday. We gotta okay, go Thursday. Fine. I'm I, so... I sent you I sent you a message. So you should you should know how I feel. Um but yeah, we we definitely got to go Thursday first. And um so where, where did we start off with? Was that uh was that a Dallas game, right? Yes, it was Dallas and New Orleans this last Thursday on December 2nd. That's what we are working off of. And it was a great start to our day because we got a backup quarterback. I mean, I don't know if we oh, really yeah. actually got a quarterback maybe, well, but after this, he is a cemented ball thrower. Yeah. He has cemented himself as a backup quarterback. I, I think both you and I can agree that Taysom Hill was never going to be a starter anywhere. Uh, I know Sean Payton's got a major football boner for him. He loves Taysom Hill. But this just proves why Taysom Hill cannot do anything outside of some gadget plays here and there. You know, the stat line for him is got to be just the grossest. When you have 19 completions for 41 attempts, like when there's a one and a four as the first numbers for that C to A comparison, that's just hideous. I mean, you know that game was terrible, regardless of looking at any other numbers. Then you throw on the four picks that he had thrown to Dallas, which Trayvon Diggs, did he play? Yes. Did he get an interception? Yes. Yes, of course he did. That's what he but does. He didn't, no he does. pick six. No pick no six. No pick six. No, that's true. He decided to just be nice and just take the ball away. Uh, yeah, um, he had he had one of four interceptions thrown by Taysom Hill. And I, I again, how did he not get benched? Why it's not like the game was out of hand. It was actually, they only lost by 10 points, which is remarkable. You know, 27, 17 was the final dude, put Trevor Simeon in and like pray to God that they can do something because I, I, again, I, I just don't get it. I don't get that at all. 
Yeah, this was a game that very winnable, it seemed like, like you said, for the Saints. Their defense was trying to keep them in it. Taysom was having a good day on the ground, moving around, and we know he's a better athlete than he is quarterback, so cool. Use him in those crazy gadget situations. We've seen Zeke Elliott now for the last couple weeks take a couple steps back in the wrong direction uh, after he was kind of having a resurgence of the season back uh, to his old form, if you would. Um, but the Cowboys win an ugly one no matter what. They they didn't look all that impressive. And we're getting down to times where we got playoff pictures coming up every single week, you know, in the hunt and all that graphics that we see now. The Cowboys are sitting near the top of the NFC and above the top of the NFC East, of course. I don't know, man. A game against Taysom Hill looking like this. I am not sold on the Cowboys at all as a legitimate contender, I think. Um, I still think for sure three teams in the NFC are above them. Um, where do you have the Cowboys right now? I think I guess uh, we'll I'm gonna give them off. I'm gonna give them the fourth spot. I will believe in the Cowboys more than I believe in the Rams right now, but they are in the A minus category, right? If we got A's with the what the Cardinals, the Packers, and the Buccaneers for the NFC, I think giving the line uh the Cowboys an A minus is fair. I don't hate the A minus. I think my first thought is B plus, to be honest. So it's like the yeah, same I'm area. Going, it's I'm same going area. off of like like A grade to B grade, like the tier ranking system, right? God, yeah, yeah I think that's that's probably that better. Just yeah, one if, under there. If the uh, the A tier is that, then the B tier is probably the Cowboys. And I, I'm not ready to put the Rams in B tier. I think that the Cowboys are that much better than the Rams, especially after the Rams, you know, just more or less shit the bed for a month. Uh, you know, granted, this week, you know, we'll probably get into that one next because it's a, a game that really doesn't need to be talked about all that much. Them playing the Jaguars, it, you know, it, the Rams need to do better. They need to do better. Otherwise they're not, they're going, they're going to look really fucking foolish. I, I completely agree. I think that right now what their system was is definitely win now. And we could see the Rams could easily be the Brooklyn nets before they got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, you know, how they are in James Harden, how they made that huge trade. And they made a whole fucking rule about in the NFL or in the NBA now uh, when they traded away all their picks for old ass Paul Pierce and old ass Kevin Garnett and old ass Jason Terry. And they had no future because of it. How long were the Nets just terrible? And the Celtics seem to always have a top five pick in that range. This could really screw the Rams. They're not going to have a much different team after that at all. And you know what? I mean, should we just move on to that game? Anything? We'll, yeah. No, no, there's we'll not much to else that. to talk about. I, I think that we're seeing the the descent of the Saints. They're, they're clearly weren't going to do anything once they lost Jameis Winston. And they were lucky to hold, what, what is it, like the sixth or seventh spot in the playoff picture. At this point, their season, season's a wash. I think you're better off putting Trevor Simeon in than Taysom Hill, though. That's Agreed. all I got to say. Agreed. All right. Well, moving on to the Sunday games, like we said, we will talk about the – we'll go to the 3 o'clock game because we've been talking about it for so much. But it's the 
pretty much most irrelevant three o'clock game Rams Jaguars. And this one was an absolute ass kicking by the Rams. Uh, Jaguars were significantly outmanned this entire time. And this was a game that the Rams needed as they were struggling as of late. Like you said before, now they go in, get a cupcake game in the middle of the season to just beat the shit out of some team where the win doesn't even really matter that much. But kudos to the Rams, 37 to 7 on the Jaguars. And Cooper Cup is still just is Cooper Cup an MVP candidate? No, 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 no. It's all gonna be I a mean, quarterback. But no. is he like gonna, is he gonna get a vote? Is he gonna get a vote? No, maybe he's third not, team or some shit like yeah, that. No, yeah, like is he gonna he's get? He's not like, gonna be a first place vote. He's not going to get that at all. But I I think that's a pipe dream as well. It's MVP is almost always going to be a quarterback, and if it's not a quarterback, maybe you get like a defensive tackle or a running back. And I but running backs are done. Yeah, you know more or less. It's it's always a two back league now, and uh, it's it's unfortunate. But yes, Cooper Cup, buck twenty nine and a touchdown. Also partner that with Sony Michelle, who had a huge day, one hundred twenty one yards and uh, tw- a touchdown as well on twenty four carries. I mean, wh- what can you do? Those two guys alone had more yards than the Jaguars did in total. They only had a uh, they had less than two hundred yards. Like this. This was a game that the Rams needed so bad after a complete disaster of a November going winless. Uh, They had answers on offense. They had answers on defense. And when they had the takeaways on defense, they actually scored on that drive uh, going into the offense. Like that's what the Rams needed. They needed this as like a complete palate cleanser game, which not very hard to do when you're going against the fucking Jacksonville Jaguars and Urban Meyer. Yeah, and now because of this game, LA is now 43 and 0 all time under Sean McVay when they lead at halftime. Uh that's an insane stat to have up on your resume for Sean McVay. He's obviously been their guy over there. This Sonny Michelle's been their first 100-yard rusher this season and Cooper Cup now the first player in NFL history 100 catches, 10 receiving touchdowns in the first 12 games of a season. That's uh, that's pretty impressive. And honestly, seems like that should have been done before already, though, right? Like Something like that, yeah. Like 100 catches, 10, 10 touchdowns in 12 games is crazy. I get that. But to never have been done before and Cooper Cup does it? Really? Like, he's the guy? That, that was... So- so what's going to happen random. with Cooper Cup going forward? Because I, he's not – don't get me wrong. He's an amazing wide receiver, right? But are you putting him in the DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams conversation? No, right? No, you can't Yeah, You can't do that Are you putting him yet. in Stephon Diggs? I don't think so. Mm, That's well, like the next step down. Cooper Cup is really just like – a juiced up Adam Thielen. And by no means is that a, meant to be a diss. That's Adam Thielen's a compliment, dude. We love Adam Thielen. And yeah, he's a fucking and, Minnesota Viking. We hate that, right. those Yeah, guys. and he's he's definitely, like, way more useful than Jordy Nelson was, even kind of thing, if we're going to compare him like that. You know, he's more athletic, and he's a super smart 
receiver. It seems like he's yeah. very tactical. He understands the game really well. His post game interview was like, what the fuck did you just say, dude? One I don't of those Aaron Rodgers breakdown conversations. Yeah, like it was holy shit. Okay, that's pretty impressive. But I think he definitely I think that you go Stefan Diggs in that next tier down. And I'm wondering if the guy that he was almost traded for needs to be in that conversation of Justin Jefferson, I think personally. But um I Again, really like... I'm just more or less thinking of Cooper Cup because he is blowing up the league. He's blowing up fantasy points. But he he is not, he's still not, uh, would you give him an elite status? I don't think I can. Well, I think you have to give him first team all pro right now. That's fair. That's 100% fair, but I can't call him an elite wide receiver. He's going to need to do this next year as well. Next year as well, if he can get through seven, eight games to start the season of it, then we can start having that conversation, I think. Um, he's in the top 10 now for sure because of his season, oh, yeah. this season alone. Yeah. Yeah. But that's he, he's get, probably, well, I, I'll say top six or seven, right? I think that's a fair get. Yeah, I would, I would say that's probably right around there. The top, I mean, the first three are pretty non-arguable in my opinion. I think you have to go Devonte Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill. And I think that's the top three. I think it is. Yeah. I I don't think yeah. you can put anyone else after them uh, or above them. So then now take your pick at who's four, five, six, seven, right? Well, like yeah. I said, you guys, said Stephon, Stephon Diggs. Um, Justin let, Jefferson's got to get close now. Uh, I think he's behind Cooper Cup. And, and that, again, no Ooh. disrespect, Ooh. but I, I think Justin Jefferson is behind Cooper Cup right now. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, or go out on a limb and uh, give him that. It might be a hot take. That might be. I, you know what? I, I would say Michael Thomas, but dudes, I don't no, know what the yeah, fuck he's doing. Yeah, he doesn't like football, so he. Definitely so yeah, I can't say him just yet. Uh Jaguars fuck. now have at least ten losses uh, in ten of their last eleven seasons, and the one season they didn't, they made the AFC Blake Championship game. So ten and six in twenty seventeen. Strange, super strange, super strange what's going on with how terrible the Jaguars are. But it's the Jaguars. So they'll have, they are in the top spots though for some cap room next year. I don't think anyone wants to go play in Jacksonville, but oh well. Uh, so I mean, if you lived under a rock uh, this, you know, over the weekend, Brian Kelly of Notre Dame left to go to LSU. Now, what are the chances? that Notre Dame tries to get Urban Meyer to come back, uh, to come to their campus. Well, Urban Meyer can't go there because they hired Marcus Freeman. Did they They hire him? Well, they promoted their defensive coordinator. I thought it was just interim. I think he's full-time now. I I think think he's he's just interim. Nah, they were pretty hype about it. I'm just saying, if you don't, th- if you think that Notre Dame isn't looking for Urban Meyer, uh, you know, any of the the big name people come this off season, you're insane. If they can get Urban Meyer, they're going to take Urban Meyer and say, bye, Marcus Stroman or whatever the fuck your name is. Freeman. Sure. All right. Moving on now. We'll go to another blowout game to start us off here. How about we go to 
we got to we got to seriously talk about these Indianapolis Colts, I think, right? They're yeah. whooping ass on the Texans. I get it. It's not a big deal, but the Colts are now 7 and 6 on the season. 31 to nothing they take down the Texans and Jonathan Taylor is just an absolute beast. He's a monster. Right now, man. He's a monster. He, and now you say, you say that these MVP talks can only be quarterbacks, but really Jonathan Taylor is got to be your offensive player of the year then, right? I'm okay with that. It's a player of the year. I'm, I would probably give it to Jonathan Taylor before I would Cooper cup. He, he is doing some insane things right now. Is that now 10 straight games over a hundred yards now for him? Uh, He goes out and rushes. Dude doesn't suck. The dude just never sucks. And I'm not that I'm hoping for that, but all he does is give fucking amazing performances and granted, it's against the Texans, right? Like, okay. But got to build the stats somehow. You know what I mean? Uh, like, hey, I was really feeling it. I was really feeling it last week. I, uh, I said that Jonathan Taylor was going to get 175, and I came pretty damn close. 143? I mean, y- you know it. If that game was closer, they, he would have had more yardage. He was well, doing it. He, he, was, he had like 101 or 107 yards coming out of the halftime i was like oh yeah i got this in the bag and then the game got out of hand so yeah it's just that the texans are such a dumpster fire man i mean holy shit they are officially the first team eliminated from the playoffs and they don't even have the worst record but it is the texans that are the first team eliminated from the playoffs hooray davis mills had to come in in relief for tyrod taylor back up back up both just absolutely terrible i mean between the two of them under 100 yards still like holy shit texans please figure something out what what's going on here this is this is the houston texans right now it's a vacuum cleaner because they suck oh okay yeah i did didn't know where you were going with that one honestly that's probably going to just destroy the decibels on like audition. Like I can just have fun imagine. with that. Yeah, Don't that's gonna be work. fuck. All right. I'm really. I'm just saying the Colts are now seriously considering making the playoffs now, especially with how hot they've been compared to the Titans are so banged up. I'm gonna send you um, a picture right now just so we have the same picture to reference. This is the playoff picture right now. Oh, and just looking that up. Also, yeah. love the picture of Pat McAfee in there, like looking like all swollen shit as well. Yeah, no, I th- I was uh, I saw this on Twitter and I was like, this graphic just looks cool. So I'm going to use this one instead of looking it up or whatever. But as you can see, the AFC has now become an absolute slaughter fest right now with the first and 13 seeds separated by just two and a half games. This is anyone's AFC. The Colts are currently in the hunt right now looking out, but just about a half a game. And really what it is, is that tie that the Steelers had could really shake things up in the AFC, I think. Yeah, yeah. And looking at it, though, like what? You have the Broncos there. I, I Do you believe in the Broncos enough? going forward because i don't not more um, than the colts not more than the colts no and hell do you believe in the titans enough going forward because that's honestly that's their best bet right now is 
just continue winning and you might snag the division. I think that should be their goal right now. And they look pretty good to do it. Carson Wentz, when he doesn't have to play, like actually the team is better. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of obvious. That's how it's been only uh, uh, under 200 yards again for him on the day. Jonathan Taylor, 30 carries. He he was the guy for sure. He was the guy well, to get them. Give a this. shout out. Give a shout out to the Colts defense. I, with that, I don't know if you've looked it up, but don't look it up now. Take a wild guess as to how many total yards the Texans had this game. Well, I w- I have seen their stats. Um, I don't know the exact total, but I'll give you a number. It's under 150. 141 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Holy. I- T- Jonathan Taylor had more rushing yards than the Texans total. What? Embar- embarrassing performance from the Texans. Um, I don't know what the hell they're going to do, honestly. And it, it starts with moving to Sean Watson, I think, right? Like the, that's when the team yeah, finally gets is, back this to is fruition. Rebuild, though. There's no reason to keep Deshaun Watson. He's a cancer in more ways than one get him out of here get a bunch of fucking draft picks for him and then start to rebuild and by rebuild i mean like do it right if you need to get like uh some like what bill polian to come in and like fill in and try to give you advice on how to fucking draft for god's sakes but do something because this shit ain't gonna work going forward houston we said it at the beginning of the season that you are the biggest dumpster fire, even though that you had a lot more going for you in the grand scheme of things, because you weren't the fucking Jets. It, it, you are the worst team in the league. I've told you this. I've been yep. saying this every week. Yep. Houston's the worst team, but for sure. You pick the next game. All right, let's go to another insignificant game and uh, go a little bit north. Uh, Arizona and Chicago. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's get into this. Um, Kyler Murray's return back to playing now. Colt McCoy, one of our backup legends. Um, loved having you out there, but it's not your time anymore. You know what's funny? Quarterback. He's a team You know guy, what's funny, too? So, is what? uh, We talked about this, that we were going to talk about uh, the games, that we, like which games – we called since that no one got our picks last week. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and we right. totally okay. fucking spaced out totally on it. Totally forgot Double about that. Totally we, only, forget. we only did two games, right? So both of us so. had the Colts. Both of us had the Colts. Yeah. So don't worry about that. And what was the other one we talked about? Oh, both of us had the Rams. Yeah, there oh, were, but what about what about the Saints? Saints Cowboys. Both of us had Dallas. So okay, so we're three and zero right now. Yeah. Right now. Okay. Yeah. Cause it, don't worry, it'll start to break down soon enough. I don't know. I know. I remember we picked a lot of home teams and a lot of fucking road teams were winning. And I remember in that. In this game, in this game, both of us picked Arizona. I put my twenty-one point bet, and I was feeling pretty good going into halftime. It was twenty-four to seven, and I thought, oh yeah, easy twenty-one. And then they kind of took the the foot off the gas pedal a little bit. But Arizona cruised this whole time, dude. Thirty-three to twenty-two. It, the the game was not this close. The no, game not at all. Not at all. all. And they just got lucky. I I am really concerned with their Bears future right now. Um, this is I got a good stat somewhere over here. Let me pull it up on my uh, 
Twitters somewheres over here. Uh, Andy Dalton, this was at, I would like to just make sure I timestamp this because it was 1227 on Sunday when this tweet came out and he had thrown just as many completions to Cardinals players as he did to Bears players uh, yep. in the game at the time. His first play was to a Cardinals uh, safety. I mean, it, w- it was just bad. Interceptions by Jalen Thompson and Buda Baker turned into touchdowns for both DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. And it was just like right then and there, you knew the Bears weren't going to win. And that was how, that was also Andy Dalton. You know what I mean? How, how, about, how about this one where um, it was 245 and Jeff Howe, had tweeted out um, Andy Dalton has two tackles today tied for sixth on the bears for most on the team. Uh, yikes. That was at like three o'clock. The game was almost over. Okay. What is going on for the bears? Matt Nagy. He is now two and now moves to two and 13 when his teams have more than seven days to prepare for a game. How does that even make sense? Off yeah, of five that's or bad. longer time, when you have more than a week to prepare for these games, Matt Nagy, he is got to go. He's going to get fired at the end of the season, I guess, but it should yeah. be even before, I think, personally. Andy Dalton didn't even have a single attempt over 20 yards in the last game yesterday against the Cardinals. This was embarrassing performance from them for sure but it was good to have david montgomery back um for you (laughs) well last week last week remember he had a little bit of a rough game and now he you know he was able to get 140 yards from scrimmage and he was their only thing able to do much for him um i'm really i'm not sold on the cardinals yet either but they have won uh, every single road game they've played this year, 7-0 and on the road now. Very impressive uh, to be the first team to 10 wins as well. And Remember they're when winning a lot up... of these games by more than 10 points. The only other team to do it was the 84 Niners who won the Super Bowl. Seven straight road games by 10-plus points. You remember when, uh, I, I want to say this was three weeks ago, you brought up the the question of, is Kyler Murray going to come back as Kyler Murray? And then he's finally back and he lays out this fantastic four touchdown return game. Do you want to apologize? Maybe a small apology to Kyler? I don't know, man. He look, Colt McCoy came in and just got the job done. I think this team is stacked up all around and James Connor is criminally underrated right now this season he's been so valuable for them and what he's been doing for the Arizona Cardinals like we still have stacked receivers all over the place who didn't even have to do much because only 11 completions for Kyler Murray that no one caught more than two passes on Arizona their defense is sick full of athletes all over the place I love watching Buda Baker play he's got a great name too on top of it like Solid. Like that's pretty, pretty good name. The Washington Um, product. Yes. Former out there. I really think that air. Yeah. Former, former Former out there. Yeah. From, (laughs) from, I meant to say from out there and I said former, but 
Arizona, I think that right now I'm putting them as my second best team, third best team, even though they got the first third. team of 10 wins. Oh, I guess, I guess, I guess. Uh, I really think you can put Green Bay and Tampa above them. I don't know which one you put which, but I'm still way more scared of Tampa than I am of Arizona. Yeah, I would put Tampa number one, even with them dropping games here and there. Tampa is Tampa, and Tom Brady just elevates everything in the playoffs. So that's where I'm waiting to kind of give any sort of real grade. Um, And and I guess since the Packers beat them, uh, you got to put the Packers ahead of Arizona, realistically. And that was with a depleted team, you know, that did not have – Many of their key players, you know, we're hoping that Jair Alexander, the the stud cornerback, uh, honestly, the best cornerback in the league, yep. comes back by the playoffs. And then also you, you didn't have Devontae Adams that game either. So, you know, there's a big what if, you know, right there of how that game should have been played and should have had like the score that it really should have been moving on 33, 22 uh, Cardinals take down the bears. Let's move on to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. How about, and I know I keep asking you like, Hey, Cooper cup, Jonathan Taylor, maybe let's just be real. The MVP right now, if the season ended today is sir Thomas Brady. Correct. It's it's without a doubt. It's going yeah, to go to Tom Brady. He is the ageless wonder, a fine wine, just gets better with time. 368 yards, another four touchdown day for him. He puts up these ridiculous stat lines all the time. This is not something that is new for him when even when he's been getting older, obviously, and pretty much convincingly carving up Atlanta throughout most of this game and especially in the second half where the defense shut down Atlanta and was able to hold them scoreless after being only down by three at halftime, but really letting the defense take over and show them that Matt Ryan was the quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons pretty much. And you were talking about Brady cutting them up. Talk about Chris Godwin, dude, Chris Godwin tied a, or sorry, set a franchise record, 15 catches, for 143 yards damn dude he was going nuts and not to mention the defense was getting at it too welcome back Vita Vea Nadamakong Sue both of you guys had two sacks in a game where total they had five like this is where Tampa is scary they have impact players on almost every part of the every position on the field both offense defense special teams they just play up to Tom Brady so much. And then okay. now guess Nadamakong Sue's age. Mm, he is 34. He's 34 on the dot. Booyah. Did not look that that was all me, baby. Really? All me. Mm-hmm. I was looking at his age. I wasn't even looking at you on Skype. You could have been looking. I don't know. I wasn't. I was sort of. What? what I just have that. He just on, seems like he's hand? not. I don't know. He doesn't seem like he's that old. I mean, he was the second round pick, second overall pick in 2010. Oh, you. 
Oh, you think he's younger? I don't, I feel like, I mean, he feels like one of those guys that kind of burned out. And so you would think he'd be a little younger, but he really hasn't burned out as much as you think. He well, just you like, know what? Miami does that to you. Right. Yeah. And he's kind of had a resurgence here in Tampa. He's got six sacks on the year. What more do you want from a 34 year old Ndamukong Sioux? I mean, pretty solid pro- production nonetheless. Uh, I'm sorry. I interrupted you when you were talking about this game. I remember absolutely nothing else. Yeah, All I, I know don't remember is uh, either. Cordero Patterson is now getting looks, uh, getting like plays as free safety as well. Cordero I saw that. The, yeah, a fucking he is, boss. He is going now. He is their third string safety, and he says his goal is to get one interception by the end of the year. Do it, dog. Do what it. We are there for it. To? What else? Wide receiver, for running Falcons? back, kick return, free safety. You know what? Get him some looks at quarterback because Matt Ryan fucking blows, and get him some like defensive ed- like edge rusher looks too. Because I want him to record a sack. What do you think there can't be someone who's recorded like a sack, an interception or receiving and a rushing touchdown all in one season, right? Maybe back in like the fifties uh, or something, but maybe in the Super Bowl era, probably not. I can't think of anyone who would have done it. Maybe, maybe Dion. Dion Sanders probably was pretty close to that. Maybe, but oh, other than uh, that, don't forget kick return touchdown as well. Yeah, I mean now we're now we're talking about Charles Woodson being in that discussion maybe too. Well, Woodson doesn't have doesn't have any offensive credits like that. No, you're right. Yeah, he he wouldn't be catching anything. You know, trick plays. I just know Dion Dion Sanders has to be the only one that's maybe close to that. I don't know. But Tom Brady and the Buccaneers continue to carve up everyone. They are nine and three now on the season. And what are they? Are they the official two seed or three seed on that? I think they're the um, three seed. So I Green think. Bay is still ahead of them. Where is my phone? Where did I put my phone? Don't worry. Oh, I I'll threw look it, it over here. I'll I got be it. That guy. Why did I throw my phone across the room? I remember doing Why it. Why not? And they yeah. are, yes, the oh, three seed. Yeah, they're the three seed. Sorry. Rams are the five. Shit. And they're going to be falling. I I do not like their chances. I like 30, their chances 17, 30 17 in favor of Tampa Bay. What's the next game, Dave? Oh, sure. Let's go. Next up. Uh, nope, not that one. How about Miami over New York? These Miami I Dolphins are coming back, about dude. Yes. The Miami Dolphins are all the way back, I think. Yeah. They are. Yeah in the hunt on that playoff graphic now and it is a legit hunt they are on a five-game winning streak right now and they have got to look back on this now and really just if their future is in the right direction from this point on they're going to look at this 2021 nfl draft and think oh my god we killed it absolutely killed it jalen waddle now 86 set receptions on the year. Not even just him, dude. Talk about the real Jalen because Jalen Phillips is the reason, one of the big reasons why this Dolphins team has won five games in a row because no one can fucking score on this defense. Jalen Phillips came in and scored, uh, scored, tallied two out of the three sacks. And realistically, uh, Micah Parsons should be nervous for defensive play, rookie of the year. Jalen Phillips well, is making a strong push. And right now, Javon Holland is 
ranked the fourth best among all safeties on pro football focus with his grade right now. That was their first pick of the second round. The Dolphins absolutely killed it right now. I do love Jalen Phillips right now. He's got eight and a half sacks, um, which is near. uh, It's like the fifth most we've seen since like 2006 from a rookie. What a stupid stat, but I saw that one. So I wrote it down. These Miami Dolphins, Tua, Tua, man, his last four games, he looks really good. Uh, you, you know what? He wasn't super flashy, but he played efficient football, right? I mean, he went out and threw uh, 73% of his passes for 244 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, what else can you do you need? Like, that's going to get wins for you, especially when the defense is playing like that. I got another, I got Dolphins trivia for you now. Ready? Get ready if you can get to this one. Christ. Tua becomes just the third starting quarterback in Dolphins history to post 100 career passer rating, uh, or 100 game passer rating in at least four consecutive games. Who are the other two quarterbacks? One's pretty obvious, Dolphins quarterback. Dan Marino. And the other one. What's the other one? Hmm. Give me Chad Pennington. It's Chad fucking Pennington. Fuck yeah. Give yeah. it to me, dude. Okay, now you know I didn't just bullshit that one. I said it's fat. I knew as soon as you said it, it's like, one's got to be Chad Pennington. Because if it's not, then it's fucking Cleo Lemon. Boss. Oh, my God. Now, otherwise, what, I was going to say, what like, a name. Brian Greasy. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's what's up right there. Ooh, I feel so pumped right now. You could have said, like, Jay Fielder, maybe, or uh, Ryan Tannehill, of course. Nah, nah, I wasn't feeling Tannehill. But, uh, yeah, Chad Pennington, that's what's up. Dude, Chad Pennington was low-key, like, like one of those guys that is underappreciated. If he was on better teams, dude could have done something. He was the last time the Dolphins won the division. He was their quarterback. I mean, Chad Pennington, yeah, he had a really good season for them, you know, in between when Tom Brady was hurt and Matt Castle was starting or whatever. But, hey, he got the Dolphins a divisional championship. So, shout out to Chad Pennington. Now, uh, also, we need to sound the alarms. Because we did get backup time. We got Mike Glennon in for the Giants offense uh, because – Daniel Jones went down with a neck injury. I um, The only thing that could be worse than Daniel Jones starting at quarterback is Mike Glennon starting at quarterback for the rest of the season. The Giants, man, that is a terrible option to get. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so sorry that you have to deal with him. Mike Glennon, wasn't he like, where did he, where was, so he was on Tampa first, right? I think Uh, you are thinking of the absolutely atrocious contract that he got from the Chicago bears. He did also go to the bears. I remember that as well, but he also was, I think he was on Tampa first. Yes. I believe Tampa um, drafted or like signed him. Yeah. Why has that guy ever like gotten jobs? Like he is not, you know what? He's a mm, decent backup. I mean, realistically, he's a decent backup. Are you taking Mike Lennon or are you taking Mason Rudolph? Oh, shit. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I I'm, I want Colt McCoy. <laughs> I want Colt McCoy. That's See, what I want. You're taking Mike Lennon or Geno Smith? I'm taking Geno Smith. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. 
Although Mike Glennon, look at right here. First season with Tampa was four and nine with 19 and nine. Completed only 59% of his passes. That's ridiculously low. But hey, he has not won a start since 2017. My man, that's what's up. That was with the Bears, though. Um, we are on wh- which one are we on? We're on Dolphins Giants here still. Giants are absolutely atrocious as well. They are now moving into like their they've had some of the most. I have another thing to pull up with them. Uh longest active streaks of eight plus games lost in a season. Jets and Giants. Jets respectfully with six. Giants now moved to five with that as well. Just a ugly franchise being run right now who yeah we talked about I don't... It last week how they need to be in the market for a quarterback do you think they're in the market to draft the quarterback they're gonna get one of these guys that are moving around like do you know how fucking hilarious it would be to see ben roethlisberger wearing like a giants uniform next year or something like that what it do you might think the plan be. is you, you, like honestly because that report comes out of ben roethlisberger is going to be taking his that, that was very specific to say he's done with the Steelers. It didn't yes. say anything about him retiring yes. or he's, he's not going to be in the Phillip league. Run. And I think if he went to the Giants, that would just be the most hilarious thing. That's the that's the scenario I'm rooting for of the Giants think like, oh, we are in like a win now type of thing. Our team's pretty good. We just need a quarterback. Big Ben. Oh, God. That would be gross so gross okay, okay. Um, so hold on hold on i fuck the giants because i don't care about that i want to go back to this mike lennon as a backup so i pulled up cbs uh nfl's ranking of the 20, 2021 nfl backup quarterbacks all right so i'm going to start at 32 and we're gonna go down until we feel like that person is not better than mike lennon okay or sorry, it's okay. not worse than Mike Lennon. Okay, ready? Uh, 32 is Logan Woodside. Who? Exactly. James Morgan. Who? Cooper Rush. Uh, Probably not worse than Mike Lennon. Oh, stop it. Tim Boyle. Okay, worse than Mike Lennon. Because <laughs> they have Tim Boyle over Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is 30th. Uh, how about Trace McSorley? Um, he, is he even, where is he in Baltimore? No, yeah. he's gone. Baltimore has Huntley as their backup. Well, maybe he was hurt or something like that, but oh, I have, okay. this is the list. So Trace McSorley. How about AJ McCarron? Is he, I feel like it's a pretty good comp to Mike Lennon. Oh, stop it. What do you mean? We haven't seen shit from AJ McCarron. Oh, All we've seen is God. dumpster fire from Mike Glennon, at least. Then they have Geno Smith, PJ Walker. Yeah, he's worse than Mike Lennon, I think. PJ Walker's not. Blaine, Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> Former top 10 pick. Uh, Joe Flacco. Give me Flacco. What? Right now? Right now? Yeah, they're they the same they value. They're... They have Brandon Allen, uh, John Wolford. Fucking John Wolford is not better than Joe Flacco. I'm no, sorry. No, no. This is kind of a whack list. Who are the top five? Who are the top five? Top five. Uh, by the way, they have Glennon at 16th with Mason Rudolph one ahead of him. Fuck off, CBS. Uh, 
They have Kellen Mond of the Vikings ahead of him. How? Uh, he hasn't even played. Okay, ready? It's five, five to one. Case Keenum, Jacoby Brissett, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater? The fuck? They thought Drew Locke was going to be the starter? No. Justin Fields and Trey Lance. So the rookies. Uh, they have Tyrod Taylor on here. Uh, I'm sorry. This is they thought Deshaun Watson was going to start. What is this? I don't know what they thought. This this was from July. So I don't I don't know. I I feel like they should have been better than this. All right. Let's just go on because that was seemed to be a waste of fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) It made sense. Let's talk about the best backup quarterback. Let's talk about the best backup quarterback performance of the week. Then let's head out to Philadelphia and yeah, fucking Minshew, Minshew baby. mania, baby. Oh, yeah, you got me the magic mustache that is Gardner Minshew coming in, dropping a big old elbow drop on the suckers that are the what is the New York Jets? Oh, yeah, they beat the Jets, I think. That was beautiful. Beautiful Macho yeah. Man right there. Thank you. Thank you for that. Because Gardner Minshew's mustache does give off that vibe, of course. Yeah, yeah. Oh, th- well, it's it's more Hogan. But let's be honest. Macho Man's better than Hogan. So, fuck Hulk Hogan. Mm. But, yeah, dude. Gardner Minshew is what's up, dude. He was almost, like, perfect. He was almost perfect. Having a perfect pass rating in the first half. And then leading Philadelphia to three touchdown drives on three possessions. Fuck yes. This was a uh, amazing performance. He, like you said, the perfect passer rating was 14 of 15 for a buck 88, two touchdowns in the first half was carving up the jets. This was so amazing to see an actual quarterback suit up for the Philadelphia Eagles and play the position like you're supposed to. And successfully win a game with your arm. This is the highest passer rating the game uh, for an Eagles quarterback since the 2017 NFC Championship game where Big Dick Nick Foles uh, cooked up the Vikings, of course. But how about this? This is an amazing performance from Gardner Minshew trying to fight for a job maybe next year. Do you think that the Eagles now, they're number three in the NFL in scoring over the last six weeks and uh, the defense has been really good too, but Gardner Minshew's performance, does this help him to try to get something next year now? Because he was a starter for a year last year. We see how terrible the Jaguars are. I know he beat the Jets, but he pretty much played the best football game you could have played. Hear me out. I know that you have the tricky dick shit that you have down in New Orleans. Why can't you have it up in Philadelphia? A Gardner Minshew Jalen Hurts combo could be fun, right? I I guess I but you know the whole thing of like you got two quarterbacks you you don't have you have no quarterbacks right yeah I mean, well but guess what the Eagles don't have a lot going for them right now so you might as well uh, and here, again this is kind of going forward what if uh, what if you convert Jalen Hurts into a running back have him put on some weight and uh, put on some muscle in the off season and let Minshew be that guy going forward. I, I love Gardner Minshew and he's always been a great guy, obviously for the teams. He doesn't 
absolutely wow you, but he does. He's very similar to how Heineke is, I think, in a sense. Very, very close. He's not. I think Heineke is better right now. Well, first of all, where was Gardner Minshew on that list for the backup quarterbacks? Like, if they didn't have Trevor Lawrence up there, he should be on that list too. He he needs to be higher on that list, regardless, Uh... even before this game. Gardner Minshew is at 10. Oh my God. That is just, that was absolute. We should have not looked at that list from that number right yeah, there. Yeah. But this list was bad. This list had Mac, Mac Jones at nine because they thought Cam was going to be the starter. Yikes. <laughs> I, man, I should have reviewed this list. I should not be just grabbing shit online. It's either going to lead to porn or bad takes. And <laughs> yeah, don't look up any 4chan hot takes at all. They they started this game with that huge kick return for the Jets, and he he pretty much was fighting back from the beginning of this game. And that moment that he got to share with his dad after the game, I'm sure you saw some of that video of him just getting fucking oh, yeah. jacked up. Like, that video was awesome. The Eagles, they lead the NFL in rushing yards, and it was the first time that someone ran for over 100 yards. I think I said it last week. I've spoken they into just, fruition. They spread it out. They disperse Always, the yeah. ball, dude. And they have not one, not two, but like three solid guys. When, when Jalen Hurts is in the, the rotation of sorts, uh, just carrying the ball. They're going to get yardage some way, somehow. And you, you always hear the two-headed monster. This is really a three-headed monster when it comes to a rushing attack. And no joke. Gardner Minshew isn't exactly a slow guy either. He can definitely, you know, get some yards on the ground too, if he wants it, but he has the the pocket presence that, you know, thankfully, I guess that uh, the Jaguars experience last year gave to him. Absolutely. And this is the most passing yards they've had in a game since um, October 3rd, uh, when they played Kansas city, the last here are the games before that. You know, Gardner goes out and gets you 242. They had 124, 138, 170, 155, 114, 223, 113, 182, and then finally the 358 they had against Kansas City. This is the fourth most of the season. They've only had three other games where they even threw for more yards out there. They have been a running team all season. But this is a new element that he was able to really exploit against the Jets. I get it. But Zach Wilson, this wasn't his worst game ever either. He, he no, no, he did decent in there as well. And I really was, I th- there. There's a lot of people going around on Jets Twitter that they're like, this was a good tank loss. Like they're pretty happy with, okay, at least Zach Wilson. When you do his adjusted completion percentage, they accounted for five drops and one throwaway from him. 77%. I mean, 15 first downs he threw for and a touchdown. Way more than he's been doing all year long. Yeah. This has been this I, was a good one for the Jets as well. I'm going to give the loss to the Jets mainly on the defense. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. The special teams was also terrible. They missed two extra points. How? I'll g- I'll give you a buck if you can tell me who the kicker for the Jets is. I actually do know who it is because I had a kicker stat coming up for you next. Oh, uh, so that's Alex so Kespin. That's 
Yeah. I'll tell yes. you right now, there was no way in hell I was guessing Alex Kessman. Um, well, since but- 2016, when they cut Nick Folk, they have had nine kickers. Chandler Catanzaro, Jason Myers, Kare Vedvik, Sam Ficken, Sergio Castillo, Chase McLaughlin, Matt Amendola, Alex Kessman, and now Eddie Pinheiro. I would say half of those guys sound like Penn State starting QBs. I am all for Sam Ficken being a Penn State quarterback. Chandler Catanzaro, Penn State quarterback. Alex Kessman, Penn State quarterback. Definitely. There's there's one like two before Kessman. Uh, Chase McLaughlin. Oh my God, that is yeah, such a that's a pretty, that's a good <laughs> Chase McLaughlin. Holy fuck, that is that is backup quarterback. Like, hey, I come from a good Christian high school. Yeah, in the middle Christian of uh, Hackenberg's Penn. replacement. Yeah, holy fuck. Uh, yeah. But like, you also got to blame the defense on this too, because like even C.J. Mosley came out and talked about it, and they said that the Jets were not prepared for Gardner to start. Dude, Robert Sala, I realize you're a rookie head coach, but you should have saw the writing on the wall. It was almost obvious last week when we were doing our picks. Fuck, we still haven't done that. Oh, (laughs) shit. (laughs) Basically, we called this one right. Fuck, we did it twice (laughs) in one episode. God damn. How did we do that again? We'll go back. That's fine. Like I said, we're re-uploading the episode people really care that much they can go back and listen to it which i highly recommend you do only on the chairshot.com uh, podbean and apple podcasts but yeah but Spotify. it didn't sound good. i didn't want to like draw it out though. always use your head we're not a it's a movement <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's all i long and short of it but yeah dude, like Robert Sala, come on, man. You gotta, you gotta prepare these guys. But when we were, like I was saying, when we were doing our picks, we like knew that Jalen Hurts was a question mark. So, what the fuck? That why? Why did you just assume? But there's a reason what? why he got the job at the Jets and not at the Chargers, right? I mean, they didn't want him. So let's get into that one next. Maybe how about? Um, we'll go. Fuck! On. It's cold in here. I'm putting on my uh, sweatshirt. Keep talking. I will continue to talk. This was probably this. I know this game we split on, so we'll go into it uh, with different mindset. I guess this was probably one of the more surprising games of the weekend. It is the Chargers at the Bengals, and the Chargers able to go up 41-22 on the Bengals. Justin Herbert has an absolute fucking hose of an arm it is so impressive to watch him play austin eckler are you are you done he doesn't even hear me as you can tell he he doesn't have his headphones in uh he's got his background up so i don't even know why he would have yelled that but he told me to keep talking and i was covering my ass but now i guess we'll just wait for him and see when Dave pops up and I'll tell him I was talking about something that was completely random and he'll just jump right back in and pretend like it was nothing wrong with it at all. Um, what do you think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to tell him like, give me your Justin Herbert's favorite food is something 
Give me your top five. Okay, I got it. I got it. All right, I agree all right. with everything you just said. Yeah, yeah. So I was actually just going into how Justin Herbert said that his favorite candy was M&M's. So give me your top three favorite candies. Uh, well, I, first of all, peanut, peanut M&M's. Uh, let's go with Reese's Nut Rageous. And then my final one. Shit, what would be my final one? Uh, I'll go Reese's Fast Break. Okay, cool. Uh, that I just told the audience that that's what I was going to do or something, and I wasn't even talking about that. Justin <laughs> Herbert never even said that. I just knew you would come back in and play off of it right Hell away. yeah, I was ready for it. Dude, um, uh, Justin I was talking Herbert, about, though. Yeah, I was talking about how he has an absolutely piss missile for an arm. Uh, the word piss I used missile. Was, was hose before, actually. But seventh game now with 300 passing yards in a game that's the most in the NFL. Justin Herbert, is your boy back? God, I'm so nervous to say yes, because every time I do, he fucking, like, he, he chokes. He's a goddamn choke artist sometimes. And real question, though, is how about your boy, Austin Eckler? Two huge fumbles. Like, is he still shit? Well, he did catch a touchdown pass, and he leads all running backs with seven receiving touchdowns in 2021 right now. I I don't know what the hell you want me to say about him. I'm not very impressed with him. I still don't <laughs> think that he is that good. Um, I don't think he's a featured back. I've said this. I think Justin Herbert needs a different weapon back there to help him out. If he had like a Joe Mixon on the other side, yeah, I think that would help out Justin Herbert a lot more. But the Bengals really coming out kind of soft, especially in Cincinnati. Yeah, I think this was a. I know we split on this game. I had picked. No, Cincinnati, no, we didn't. We, right? We both picked Cincinnati. The oh, only game didn't. that we split on. The only game that we split on, which we can talk about next, is San Francisco Seattle. Oh, okay. I the, Justin Herbert becomes the fastest to 700 completions. And he looked really good against them. I'm just really, I thought the Bengals were better than the Chargers going into this. And yeah, this game was kind of surprising. I, I think that what Justin Herbert is doing in LA is really weird and confusing, but they move up to that sixth seed, keeping the Bengals at that seventh seed now in the playoffs too. It's going to get real interesting at the end here. I don't know what to do thinking about Justin Herbert either. Cause every time, like you said, we go to talk shit about him. He has a game like this. Yeah. And then when we talk shit, uh, like we talk about how good he is and how he's like getting to elite status. He fucking shits the bed against a team like Houston where there's no reason for the, you to lose games like that, Justin. So I, I'm so hesitant. I know that Justin Herbert will be statistically the best quarterback in the league at some point, right? I think I can be pretty, feel pretty safe in saying that, but I don't know when that's going to be, you know, uh, but maybe he just needs a couple more years uh, under his belt to get some experience, to be smarter and shit. 
if that happens, the Chargers are going to be the team to beat going forward. He he does just kind of sling it all the time. That is kind of his game plan. He is the new gunslinger, and sometimes it gets him in trouble, but he can have games like this as well. What about for Joe Burrow on the other side? I told you, when he throws interceptions, they are just ugly fucking interceptions. Well, here's the thing, though. Joe Burrow had an injury on his pinky, on his throwing hand. So I I, I give him some credit for doing what he needed to do and start, but, man, this – that's hard. And then on top of that, that also means that they're going to rely on Joe Mixon a lot, too. And clearly the Chargers plan for that because they stymied – Joe Mixon for much of the game. Not the game that we've seen from him as of recent. He was on a little bit of a hot run too. They game planned pretty well against him. I, wow. I I had higher hopes for the Bengals. Honestly, I thought they were going to convincingly win this one. Almost. Um, I could see that. I could definitely see that. Yeah. But way to show up LA. Seven and five now on the season. Both of them moved to seven and five. Do you think over under? Mm, no, I guess I can't do that. One, two, or neither of these teams will make the playoffs. Oh, uh, I'm going to say one. One of them will? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, Wait, so who's – oh, it's, it's Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to say one. One of the teams. Yeah, because right now the Bengals are the seventh seed, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. And the Chargers are just outside of the race. No, Chargers are the sixth seed. They are. Oh. Yes. Never mind then. So, uh, yeah, I still say one. I say one. The, there's going to be a critical loss coming somewhere. Don't forget the Chargers are in a really tough AFC West that – it seems like they just can't win in that AFC West. You know, whenever they line up against another team, uh, like one of their division opponents, they seem to kind of shit the bed. So I think that's going to be play a big factor going forward too. I I I could see that. I really think the Colts are going to sneak something up too. I yeah. I'm I'm way more confident in them than either of those two teams today. Um, I would feel that might good be, about them. Yeah, they might even be ahead of both of those teams maybe like now by the end of it, I think, especially if they win the AFC South. Let's move on to uh, – we got a couple games left here. Washington I'll, and Las Vegas. That's what, what I was going to say. weird score. 17, 17 to, 15. to 15. Yeah. Taylor Heineke, man, I told you, he is just the worst nightmare to plan against. He is all over the place, just throwing the ball all different areas running for his life, but somehow pulls a rabbit out of his ass all the time now. But probably the biggest loss, Logan Thomas, out for the year now for the football team. I uh, I know Taylor Heineke likes him a lot, relies on him a yeah. lot. And yeah. now they're rocking a four-game winning streak. That's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. This is a pretty impressive win, I think, for WFT, though, because – the Raiders are one of their better wins, I think, on the season. I, I I don't know who they've beaten off the top of my head. We go back and look. Oh, shit, they did beat Tampa Bay. That's right. That was probably yeah. their best win. Um, but after that, I mean, Carolina, 
They beat the Falcons. Like, congratulations. The Giants. Yeah. I would probably give this to one of their better wins on the season after the Raiders even came off a really good win the week before, too. Well, this football team is doing great things, specifically on defense, because they're finding ways to win without Chase Young, without Montez Sweat, without Landon Collins or J.D. McKissick. Like, they are doing good things on that defense, which, you know, that was one of the biggest things that we talked about at the start of the season, which was like, what the fuck happened to this football team's defense? Like, this was like what we talked about. But really, Washington football team, WFT, it's WFT stands for winning for Taylor, dog, because Taylor Heineke is just a guy. He is my my dude in the NFL. He is like, he is like, remember the movie The Replacements? He is Keanu Reeves out there. Just finding ways to win and being fucking impressive. He's got to be the number one guy you'd want today in the NFL as a bridge quarterback, right? Like, what would be more fun than just watching Taylor fucking Heineke week in and week out? Yeah. I, I Well, I don't know. On a Ryan, team that like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. And that's who was first of all also was on wft and then got hurt so that's kind of funny that they're both on the same team i really don't think of who else would you want to like okay at least we need to put out a team that can maybe win some games they're not going to be super bowl contenders but we're just trying to put out good football games week in and week out taylor heineke is absolutely doing that is i don't think he is their long-term guy by any means and no one i think thinks that but he is earning more and more games week in and week out. And Antonio Gibson is another guy that you got to give some more respect, I think, on that WFT team. And how about Brian Johnson, their kicker that gave him the lead with 37 seconds left? DC guy went to high school in DC and now making field goals for him to win the game. Yeah. Also, what are the chances that? If before you looked at his name, you would have guessed Brian Johnson was the kicker of the football team. Um, probably not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I yeah. would guess he was probably like a marketing guy for him. If you were like, where is Brian <laughs> Johnson in the WFT organization? That would have probably been my first guess. Uh, I, but... Yeah, I would. I would have thought like, like, uh, like, like a head of quality of, control. Yeah, the the director of football personnel or some shit like that. Uh, like equipment. He's like an equipment guy. That's fair you know too. I mean? Yeah, like an operations assistant. Or, or like, uh, what about like the trainer, the head trainer? He's like the assistant trainer, Brian Johnson. <laughs> the the head trainer uh... is like some guy that's got a way older name because he's been there for a minute. And he's doing it all. Brian's like the head intern. Like, that's what he's doing. This was a game. And uh, just know that we here at Down the Wire DTW are all for Taylor Heineke. He's really such such a fun guy to watch play football. The way he runs around and just, it looks like he bullshits a play every time that he goes out there sometimes. And... Ah, it's just, it's beautiful to watch on. It's like, it's, it's Kurt Warner that meets Brett Favre, but he got hurt. So he's rehabbing his way back to his potential. He's the new, he's like, 
no, he is Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke is Vinny Testaverde. That's what I'm feeling. He's got like the the craziness and a halfway decent arm. Yeah, All right, then he's gonna get... be there for 50 years too. Don't like, you Vinny want Testaverde. that? No, no, not yeah, be there. Not be there. Be in the NFL for 50 years. Right. That's yeah, he's gonna be all want. over the place. All right, let's keep moving because we got like four more games left and we got a whole bunch of other shit to do. All right, next up, Baltimore and Steelers or Baltimore and Pittsburgh. Fuck. <laughs> this was uh Lamar Jackson, man. You got to figure your shit out fast because I am super ready to call the Ravens frauds. I think. Are you on the same page? Yeah, they're looking sus. Super they sus, are, dog. They are having some really, really ugly games as of late. Um, nineteen to twenty loss to the Steelers. Sixteen to ten win over the Browns. 16 to 13 win over the bears. They lost to the dolphins 10 to 22. And then their first game in November, they beat the Vikings by three. This is not a good looking Ravens. And they got their ass kicked by the Bengals the week before they've had not played a really good football game. And we're going on almost two months. Yeah. And I think a big reason for that is they they don't know what they want to do. They they start off the game having Latavius Murphy, Murray and Devontae Freeman doing work on the ground. And then they're like, ah, Lamar Jackson didn't touch that ball. And so then Lamar Jackson goes to throw the fucking thing and he ends up with an interception. Dude, stop that. If you see something that's working, stick to that. Don't try to, to force it to your star player. It's not going to work out. Be smart. And... That's something that normally we say, like, d- that Baltimore does a lot. We like John, John Harbaugh. I love John Harbaugh. Um, and they, they just need to get their shit figured out because they squandered a golden opportunity to take a commanding lead in the North Division race. But instead now, instead of having a two-game lead over the rest of the field, Baltimore is just a half a game back of Cincinnati and a game and a half back of Pittsburgh. This is like start to Baltimore should start to worry and start to tighten up and focus because they need to going forward. They are the most, one of the most injury riddled teams, seven starters suffered season ending injuries, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, Ronnie Stanley, Deshaun Elliott, JK Dobbins, Gus Edwards, and Derek Wolf. That is hard to come back from. I get it. Other thing I want to bring up now, Marcus Peters like- just happened yesterday. Uh, that was Marlon Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey just happened. Oh, sorry, yesterday. Marlon Humphrey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about the decision to go for two? I don't. I don't necessarily hate it. I don't I, hate I, it either. I think everyone's no. got to hop off Harbaugh's ass for that. Like, go for the win. Why not? In Pittsburgh, yeah. too. Yeah, Why I don't. Not? I don't hate it. Uh, it's whatever. I. I think. Yeah, you, you played a card uh, that had a s- substantial risk to it, and it didn't pay off. But I don't think. You need to be accosted for that. And then last thing real quick, is TJ Watt going to be better than JJ Watt? Goo, the real story. Honestly, if TJ's healthier, yes. He has currently right now the most sacks through a Steelers first six seasons in the uh, in their history with 65 right now. He's in his fifth season. And that is the most in six seasons right now for any Steelers player that's ever had. He's a boss. He, 
he is absolutely worth every penny they paid him. And, and uh, we want to see him. We want to see him on more seasons of ultimate tag. Is, was he on ultimate tag? Doug, don't you remember ultimate tag? It was hosted by the Watt brothers. All three oh, of them. Oh yeah, that's right. I do we remember that. They a hosted Derek it. Watt signing. He's on the Steelers as well. Yes, he is. And uh, is about as useful as Derek Watt could be. All right, let's keep going. Uh, what's next? How about we move on to? Um, I don't. I'm sorry. I was How about the split the game? Seattle over San Francisco. Yeah, that'll be the next one up here, dude. I this is the one I, that I we know. split. This is this the one is, that we and split I picked on. the Niners. I would assume, right? No, you picked the Seahawks. Did I really? Are you just Why fucking I... up everything, dude? I don't remember <laughs> what the fuck. I've I've been pretty high on the Niners, but shit. I took. I was playing in Seattle, so I guess Russell Wilson was back. Um, unfortunately, the team's already in the dumpster. They do move to four and eight now, but. Russ was trying to get his thing done out there. I really, when you, did you see that interception that the Seahawks threw? I thought they were for sure going to lose that game after that goal line interception just bounced off uh, Gerald Edwards hands into the defenders for the 49ers. I forget who picked it off, but they hung on man. And I just, every time I watch them play though, I just think, damn, Russ is not going to be here next year. That's the only thing I can think of. He's, he's going to be I know. Getting destroyed. Where where he's going to go is a big question mark. I actually can't I can't wait. Because I think that's going to be a lot of fun to see where Russ goes. But yeah, it, it's bad. We we also got the very fun safety sighting, which is always a, a plus. Yes, yeah, safety Garoppolo was safety was safety. Yes, that was, was safety. after they <laughs> safetyed. He was Is that right? I think is so, a, right? Is That's is the past tense to of be, to be safety? To be safety. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's the 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 word. It's Jimmy Garoppolo was sacked for a safety. Yes, that. There makes we go. Sense. All right, that's what I wanted to go with. Um, that's true. That was also a big part of it. There was a booming punt. I also forgot to talk about Presley Harvin's booming punt. And I have to bring that up from the Steelers because he's fat. That was a great punt. Uh, another one great for her. We can Seahawks, say that because we're both fat. Yards. We yes, can say that. no, that's that's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. we need more. And then he did fucking hit a 27-yarder, his next one up. That didn't even go out of bounds. He didn't even shank it. Which is it just always great. Up. Oh, my Straight, God. That is – oh, we talked about that, I think, last week or two weeks ago. That is – that is the best is when you have a shitty punt or a shitty. Not punt. when it's a big guy doing it though. You can't like, if well, you're yeah, have you a big feel guy get in there. Don't look at it. Don't look at the player. Just look at the kick itself. Yeah. The kick is funny. The kick yeah. is funny. I get yeah. it. I get it. Uh, now going back to the uh, other side of things, you know, this really wasn't a super bad loss for the 49ers. It is the Seahawks, right? I, I think you look at it and you're, you're sad, but you know, outside of like Garoppolo's, like two ugly interceptions. Um, I, I think it was a decent game for them, right? George Kittle's back, nine catches, 181 yards, two big day for Kittle, big day for Kittle. Oh. Yeah, that was, and he, uh, on there was an interception that he got absolutely wrecked on the play, and he just did like a whole somersault roll back up and started chasing the guy down. And I was like, 
that's the guy I want playing for my football team right there. That was badass. Like he got that. That's a dad. dad phrase right there. That's the guy I want to be playing on my. Football that was team. that was true. That was that that was a football guy phrase. That's all I was trying to be. I was. That's a to be meatball else. guy. No, a meatball guy would be like that guy. He's got a good head on his shoulders or whatever, right there. You know what I mean? That's more meatball. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, hit him with that the, guy gets the job done. That's hit, what he hit does. Him, hit him with your with your chest. Him, you know yeah. his. Snap you know around. his. His name may be T- George Kittle, but his initials are TCB. Take care of business. All right. That's what it is. <laughs> that, that, that's the one right there. Yeah. Um, shit, man. The Seahawks, they're they're irrelevant. They're not gonna be any contention. But with this 49ers loss, we're getting into it. We're getting into it. It keeps the hope alive for after their first win. No, we're not NFL there yet. Season. We're what not there mean? yet. Yes, Kansas we are. City and Denver. Kansas no, we're, City and that's Denver. Sunday night. That was Sunday night. Yeah, we got to talk about no, Kansas City and Denver. Get this because we need to prepare. If you remember correctly, we were going to celebrate this that game of the week. We're not at that yet. God damn it. All right, Kansas City and Denver. Patrick Mahomes. He looks like not good. I don't know what yeah. you want me to say. Teddy oh, Bridgewater. So they're not back? So they're not back? Yeah, they're good, bro. They're the Chiefs. They're going to keep winning games against crap teams. Like, that's how they do it. The defense looks good is really all that we need to know. All right, let's get to it. Fuck everything else. Go quickly. Run to your fridge. Grab yourself a drink. We'll be right back. We're going to play music here. Um, Make sure I hit that. Now, I would just start with this. As far as it pertains to us, I was proud of our guys, man. They fought. They've continued to fight all year, and it paid dividends today. And we found a way to win found a way to win when we needed to. Where the fuck you at, Thomas? Grab your shit. Let's go. Break out the bubbly, baby, because the Detroit Lions have won a football game. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We should have shotgunned it. No, I have carpet. <laughs> oh, but fuck. Yes. Dan. Campbell is no longer defeated. He is now undefeated in December. One and zero against the Minnesota Vikings. Jared Goff can finally win a game without Sean McVay. Holy shit, man! Did the Lions try to lose this one too? That was the problem because <laughs> they did. What the fuck were they doing when? They were going for it on fourth and one at the end of the game there. Punt the damn ball. Oh, fuck. God, I drank it so fast. Um, Yeah, dude, I don't don't know. I told you this last week. Dan Campbell just seems to find ways to lose games. Thankfully, the Lions defense came up huge. Amon Ross St. Brown came up huge. Jared Goff came up huge. Jared Goff. Had a minute 51 left after that uh, that touchdown that put the Vikings ahead. A minute 51 as he led that team down, milked the clock down, and by God, it's a glorious day with in the city no of timeouts, With no timeouts as well. Went all Absolute the way down the fun. field. Was easily 
carved up Minnesota on that last drive, by the way. Every play was just perfect, exactly what they needed to do. Jared Goff. Now, what I want to talk about with Jared Goff is, uh, did you see his girlfriend's reaction to, like, them winning their first game? No, was she on her phone or something? Which would have been amazing. No, that was even better is that she's a, first of all, Jared Goff, of course, states a uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Uh, Good for him. Jared. Yep. So she was actually like, she like just found out. She didn't even watch it. Like she was like on a shoot and she, she was like, oh my God, they won? No way. Like, <laughs> didn't <laughs> oh, even watch awesome. the game. Jared Goff, I'm sorry, man. But hey, you get to celebrate an excellent victory here. I want to say right now, though, Minnesota at the end of the game, after they get that strip sack on Jared Goff, they're going into the end zone to try to have a chance to win. Now, one sec, I got a beer burp coming. You should have did okay. it in the mic like a real no. man. No, that one was gross. That was deep. Um, we're going to go off and say now about this drive. Okay, that's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, so cold. Why does Minnesota not – hear me out. Why does Minnesota not just, like, knee the ball down to kick the field goal? I look, you got me. I don't, I don't know. Because like what, you know, realistically, like, yes, I get it. You want to score the touchdown to make them have a touchdown, but I think you got to value the clock in that situation on, they had no, they had one timeout and it was first down. I want to say, and they could have just knelt it down to maybe less than a minute left on the clock, even maybe even less time than that and taking the lead. I get it. They need a field goal, but they have no timeouts. It was going to be, and they, the lions just kept throwing the ball across the middle of the field when they needed to get out of bounds too, at the end of the game, like, Holy shit, scaring everyone, but able to come through on a big drive there. Alexander Madison came in big for Dalvin cook. Kirk cousins had a really good game. Still Justin Justin Jefferson Jefferson. is got to get in that conversation for, near the top five wide receivers in the NFL. I think he does personally. He was great last year and look at what he's been doing this year. He's, he's a stud, but I'm just so happy for the lions to come out. And you know what? This team was probably a little bit of a team of destiny this week. Uh, that tragic school shooting in Oxford. Um, when that guy came out wearing the guy's Jersey, the, the, the teen who died's Jersey, like, they were they were on a mission. They fucking yeah. knew what they had to do, yeah. and fuck yeah, it was Dan Campbell who got to talk and yeah. do everything after the reaction from him hugging Jared Goff after was awesome. It was a super like wholesome One moment, of the purest moments. I, yeah, I feel like that's now granted that this is their first win, right? But I feel like that's something that Dan Campbell does after every win that he gets going forward. He, oh, he treats yeah. it like it's the fucking greatest win of all time. And that's that's great. That's that's innocence right there. And I fucking love it. Now, the, Vikings, the Lions are not eliminated from the playoffs either. Just like they are not. I posted that on our Facebook page, the uh, down the wire Facebook page. Please go on there. Give us a like. We just hit 700 likes, people. That's great. That's huge. I'm very proud of that. Uh, also, uh, we we post all of our episodes there. I, I'd like to post some things here and there as well. You know, go ahead and check out that place. Uh, uh, and, Facebook. 
the the Vikings now continue to be one of the most baffling teams in the NFL because one week they'll beat the fucking Green Bay Packers and then the next week they'll lose to the winless Lions in week 13. What now, the fuck? Mike Zimmer, Mike Zimmer, Mike Zimmer has to go, right? Mike Zimmer's gone. I think this is a this is a big issue. His time's this just right done. Here. His time's just done. You know what I mean? It's this... not that it's like you got to fire him because he sucks or whatever. He's just burnt out in Minnesota. It's not going to work. Anymore. This is it's not like work. this one loss is the equivalent to what? Three losses. Definitely two. Definitely yeah. two. I, yeah, I am, that was. I'm uh, full in on getting rid of Mike Zimmer, getting a new start. I think Minnesota's a great job. I really do. I think they got a lot of cool weapons, and they got a decision to make with Kirk if they want to keep Kirk. I think they should. He's been playing his best season or his best football this season. They got Dalvin Cook, Alexander Madison. Whenever he comes in for him, just does good. It's all he does. And Justin Jefferson's a great weapon. Like I said, it's a great job out there. I think Min, I think Mike Zimmer is just got to go, and they just get one of the best coaching candidates they get next season. Honestly, with Minnesota, first game like they weren't that. leading by seven or more. By the way, either, and they I like that. Yep. Should we get into what is it now? Hot takes. Hot take time. Hot takes. Let's get into them now. I have to go pull my phone out again wherever I put that. How did I lose it twice in one episode? It's right here. I was kidding. It's not gone. Uh, I have a few. I have a few. I didn't even open up that thing you sent me, though. Shit, I got too busy. To oh, look don't at worry. It. I got I got some. Yeah, you get me some from there, too. Uh, this first one will come from my boy Lane. Uh, he's saying that Brett Venables, if you didn't hear, was signed by Oklahoma. Top five defense in the making. Book it. That's what he's saying, which is just an absolutely terrible hot take, in my opinion. I'm sorry. It's Oklahoma. I know they're going to be moving to the SEC very soon. Which is why that will not be a true statement. I'm sorry. Exactly. Yeah, that's uh, I'm sorry. If you think that they're going to be able to recruit, especially with Lincoln Riley leaving now, um, if they're going to be able to recruit with Bama, Georgia, shit, even Florida. Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, this is not a team that. I am very high on in the future. I think both them and Texas are going to get their shit stomped in the SEC. I don't think there's really much discussion after that, right? Yeah, I... uh, Again, but that's something that you also can't expect in a major turnover right away. I think think college uh, coaches, you really have to give a good four-year window to kind of develop, right? They don't give you a lot of freedom in college football, man. They like the job to be done quick, especially when you have the big job, um, like at a big school like this, Oklahoma, USC, Notre Dame. You know, they they want jobs done well, and it needs to work out like a machine. You know, Nick Saban just beat the Georgia Bulldogs, who have looked unbeatable all year. They were averaging six points a game on defense and put up 40 on them. He's got a machine in Alabama right now. That's what they want in college yeah. football. They want the college coach to be the mayor of the city. I remember doing a project in uh, my first year of college. And it was, I think, in of the 50 states, 38, the highest paid state employee 
was a college coach, either football or basketball. Yeah, like they're, they're more than willing to do that. Yeah. That's what I mean. It's, it's, they want to, especially in a state like Oklahoma where they value their football. Yeah. I, uh, I agree with that. I can, I can buy with in on that take. All right. Next one. Let's go with, Oh, I did just open up your Reddit one. And I don't know if we have the same first comment as each other because you said the first comment but i'm going to read this one because i like it instant replay should only be run at full speed the rules were <laughs> weren't written to be interpreted in slow motion and it causes more harm than good okay now the more harm than good thing eh, whatever yeah that's i wrong. can kind of get down with the full speed idea though i, I don't mind that um the thing is though that's never going to happen. That's never going to change. And no, I think that that's, that's more of a pipe dream. We like the instant replay. We like it when it gets super fucking close. Now, what we don't like is when we clearly see that things happen and the officials either a say that never happened or B just say, Nope, fuck it. We didn't see enough uh, to overturn that or some bullshit like that. That is when I do, I'm not in favor of the slow motion. And maybe then then I can give the officials more of the benefit of the, of the doubt for being wrong. I don't mind that idea, though, of having strictly full speed uh, replays. That That's not a horrible take, right? I think I could get behind it. Um, I think we need to put a clock on the replays. Maybe that's probably the best idea we should do with that. Um, if you can't get it done in three minutes, like, all right, play stands. You know what I mean? Like that would probably yeah. be the best idea to do with it. Cause otherwise we just have all this chaos and nonsense going around from there. Um, I got one more last one from a buddy, my buddy, Mike. Uh, he's taking Cincinnati to win it all in this new CFP. If you didn't hear the rankings, Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati. Cincinnati would have to beat Alabama in the first round, and uh, it's I not going my, to happen. I will put my twenty-one pointer on that. Yeah, that's that's I'll, easy. I'll put a thirty-one pointer on that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Cincinnati, and I wish nothing but the best for them. And uh, whatever their who's their coach, so like Fickle, right? Isn't that his name? Yeah, he's got a he's got a lot of NFL interests. Steve, he's gonna get yeah something like that. He's gonna get some love elsewhere, and uh, then he's going to depart Cincinnati quite quickly. And they're yeah, and they'll probably be in the dumpster after that. So yeah, yeah. do you have any hot takes you want to throw on before we? Yeah, get sure, sure, sure. Here uh, I got some more from our Reddit. Uh, the NFL should eliminate all kicking specialists. All punts, field goals, and kickoffs need to be per performed by a position player. A minimum of five snaps on the field. I mean, that would never happen. It's uh, never going I, to happen. I. Uh, that, that's a fucking hot take, though. Holy <laughs> shit. I don't think that well, kickers need jobs. I love kickers because kickers make it look like, wow, that guy really plays next to DK Metcalf. Like, you know what I mean? Kickers never have bodies like DK Metcalf does. So that's fair. And the then we wouldn't get like, Rodrigo Blankenship out there. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm all for kickers keeping the job. Kickers are people too. All right. Uh, how about this one? Donovan Mitchell isn't that good and will never be an all star. 
Well, I'm pretty sure that takes wrong already because I think he's been an all-star. I will, however, <laughs> I will, however, hop on board with Donovan Mitchell maybe a little bit overrated compared to the other people in his category. Like, is Donovan Mitchell a top 15 player? Uh, I, like, I feel, feel like we like talk about him that. I feel like you could put him in the top 15. I feel like if I just go off the top of my head right now, I'm naming 15 guys pretty quickly. Okay, go ahead. All right, LeBron. Even Not no order, no order, sorry. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, Kevin Durant, Giannis, Joel Embiid. Give me Jason Tatum. Give me uh, Trey Young. Give me Luka. Give me Damian Lillard. Give me Bradley Beal. Give me... Mm, shit we're getting tough that's nine right now but that was <laughs> yes. pretty quick nine that was a quick nine Give me a what second. about DeRozan probably not but I'll take Jimmy Butler over him oh I'm taking DeMar DeRozan over Jimmy Butler well he's playing good right now but let's just relax sure. a little bit on him uh James Harden Kyrie nah, Irving nah what I, maybe James Harden of old not James Harden now Oh, I think you're reaching. Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, both of them, I'll take. Uh, Paul uh, George now? Devin Booker. Paul. Yes. Um, you know. Oh, you forgot like, Jokic. Nikola Jokic, yep. That's another one I was forgetting. His MVP uh, last year. Duh. What about, like, um, isn't there another Celtics guy that we're missing? Like, Jalen Brown or some shit like that. What about uh, Julius Randle? Ooh, that's pretty close. That's close. But I feel like we're just – that's pretty solid that we just named at least, like, 13, 14, 14 guys. Yeah, yeah, I think it's right there. But, again, I, I'm not saying that he's, like, in the top I think, 10. No, But he's no. I'm saying he's right there. Yeah. He's all right. He's all right. He's all right. He's better than Chris Middleton. I'll give him that. Sure. Sure. Uh, uh, okay. Specifically for baseball, postseason stats should count towards career totals. Yes. That is an absolutely – I'm super down for that absolutely should be a thing same with the nfl it should count with career stats it should count with career stats for every sport it's it's or they should really emphasize them if they're going to do it yeah playoff stats are not celebrated enough if they are not included like oh he's got the most in the playoffs but we don't really factor that in yeah like all we look at uh, is maybe the don't regular count season stats. maybe don't count it for season total right because that's that's different but I, counting towards t career total, absolutely. I don't feel yes. like. Uh, also, I just want to say uh, that this this person also laid, uh, gave a, an example of if Mike Trout finishes his career with a few home runs behind Bonds, but has more postseason home runs, those should count and make him the home run king, followed by the sick burn uh, from a, the next poster of Mike Trout would have to go to the postseason first. Got him yeah. one time in his career. He's been there one time. <laughs> All right. I think that's it for hot takes. Yeah, I think that's fair. Those were spicy. I like some of those. Yeah, yeah we, those were good. Man, we got lots more to, to grab going forward. So I think uh, this is something that we'll definitely have fun with. Oh yeah. I think the, there is a future Reddit review weekly thing going on in the future. We will definitely escape and shout out to Lane and Mike for giving me some Hot takes at short notice. That one's on me this week. I kind of posted it kind of late. I will I will take some blame for it. 
Um, let's get into our picks for the week. Oh, yeah. I totally I was like about to jump to fucking um, quick hits. I totally forgot about our regular picks. Yeah, let's, let's get to it. Yeah, let's let's run through these pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so first up, it's the Thursday night game of Pittsburgh versus Minnesota. Dude, who do you want to pick in this one? That's that's a gross game to watch right now. It's in Minnesota. Is this prime time, though, for Kirk, technically? I don't know. I think their offense is good enough. I'm taking Minnesota still. I'm pretty sure I picked them last week, obviously. But I'm taking Minnesota this week. Bounce back. Hopefully they figure something out when they go to play the Steelers. I'm not, I'm not picking the Steelers. I can't pick them. I get it. They just came off like their Super Bowl playing the Ravens last week. Yeah, I uh, I think I'm also going to take the Steelers. I feel like that's just too easy. And um, you're going to take I, the Steelers? To win? Yeah. Yeah, aren't you? I took I took the Vikings. Oh, shit. I did not hear that. I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take um, I'm going to take the Steelers. I think that uh, that right now Minnesota is down, and I, I think I want to kick them a little bit more while we're at it. So <laughs> I, enough, I think I'd like to see I like seeing what Pittsburgh has. Granted, they're in Minnesota, and so like that could be that could be something. But I, I see this game as Kirk Cousins versus Ben Roethlisberger, and it becomes very easy in my head. Even though Big Ben's been playing all right, he played okay yeah, last okay, week. Okay, but how about Kirk him. Cousins versus Jared Goff? Who you got? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, and I think it's going to be tight. But uh, I again, I I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Uh, by the way. Uh, I was eight and six. You were nine and five. So you have etched one game closer uh, to oh my, four, three behind. Four, three behind. Three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's getting right. interesting. What's our, what's our season totals then? Do you have it? Right uh, I am one fourteen and seventy four to your one eleven and seventy seven. Damn, we're pretty good. Yeah, we're we're, we're getting good. there. Yeah, yeah. I, I like what we're doing. We had a rough patch those like weeks four through eight. Or yeah, something, there was a couple. Whatever it was, was a like, couple that were bad. It's like holy shit! But yeah, we're back. We're back. All right. Next up, it's Dallas at the Washington Football Team. Uh, Washington Football Team's been playing pretty good as of late. Um, it's in Washington. Cowboys. I don't know, man. This would be a really interesting one, I think. Give me Washington Football Team. Oh shit! I was picking Washington as well. No I love, way! I really was. I like Washington's chances here. They're in the uh, they're in Washington. I almost said they're in the football team. Uh, yeah, they're in Washington. I think the Cowboys are looking rough, and I also think that uh, both uh, having Mike McCarthy coming in a little bit uh, <coughs> under the weather from COVID, he's gonna call some stupid shit. And uh, I think you're going to see bad clock management get even worse. So I think that's going to play a big factor. All right, next up, it's Jacksonville versus Tennessee. Um, Now, Tennessee did lose to the Houston Texans earlier this year. I don't think they lose again to the Jaguars. Jaguars are pretty much right up there with yeah, the Texans for a big dumpster they're fire. Bad. Give me the Titans. Give me the Titans. Yeah, I'm also taking the Titans. Uh, I, I think it would be pretty foolish to not pick them. And uh, even though they haven't looked very impressive of late, the, the Jaguars offer them a perfect chance to get back on track. I'm toying with oh, the idea great. of that being my, 
my blowout, but I think I'm going to hold that till a little bit later. I almost forgot we had to do that, honestly. <laughs> All right. Next up, it's Seattle and Houston. Um, Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, that, I think it. you'd be pretty stupid not to pick them. Uh, granted, Houston has had, what, two? two three wins this season that all are very surprising wins they also but, just uh, lost 31 to nothing last week uh, yeah, which is like their 10th yeah. game i feels like they didn't score a touchdown they've had yeah. so many games where they didn't score a touchdown not just no points a touchdown like they they suck yeah suck. bad bad okay uh next up it's the vegas raiders against the kansas city chiefs um the chiefs Coming off Sunday night victory over Denver Raiders. They fell to Washington football team last week. I think the Raiders continue to struggle and the chiefs continue to look great in the AFC. They're on the big win streak right now. They keep it going. Chiefs are hot. They beat the Raiders. Chiefs are going to win again. And I think this is going to be one of those games where Pat Mahomes kind of comes to form and looks near perfect. Mm. I, I think this is, this is a game where him and um, what's his nuts? Tony Gonzalez. <laughs> Why can't I think of his name? Travis, Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. I totally, totally wow. bitched on that. Travis Kelsey are going to hook up for a fuck ton of yards and touchdowns. All right. Next up, it's the New Orleans Saints and at the New York Jets. Um, Give me the Saints just because, yeah. You know what? No, give me the Jets. Give me the Jets. Zach Wilson looked pretty decent last week. The Saints don't look good. And. Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill, I don't care. I know their defense is pretty solid, but I got to make up some ground, so I'm going to try the Jets for fun. If you were going to pick the Saints, I was going to pick the Jets, you son of a bitch, because really? I do like the Jets in this in this scenario. But uh, I'll, uh, I'm going to try to to make a bigger lead on you. Give me the Saints. I'm not super keen on it, but... I I feel like if there was ever a pick'em game, this is kind of one of them. Next up, it's Atlanta versus Carolina. Oh God, this is a really gross one to pick. I was big on Carolina to start the season. Atlanta, though, they were hanging in with Tampa Bay, uh, and I think they beat them earlier in the year. I I don't want to pick Carolina. I don't. I'm gonna take Atlanta. All right, I'm going to take Carolina. They've had uh, they had their bye week last week, so they've had a week to prepare for this one, and I like their chances being at home as well. Uh, this is also the number one passing defense in the NFL, Tom. I think that is a big factor right there. I think so, what you used as rest, I saw the Falcons played the Buccaneers, and they're like, oh, yeah, this next team is going to be nothing compared to what we just went through. When and they then lost the 30 to 17. Okay, next up, it's the Baltimore Ravens and the Cleveland Browns. Oh, dude, they just played. Why are they playing again? They played this literally. Is the first time, this is the first time that teams have had back-to-back -back games in the regular season. Oh, gross. Like the two weeks thing here. Oh, did the Browns have a bye week last week? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. So that's why they're playing the Ravens then. Or not back to back, but you know what I mean. Back to back. Games. Yes, yes, yes. Um, geez. I'm going to take the Ravens. I think they'll bounce back. I do. I know the Browns coming off the bye sounds great, but I think the Ravens are really going to be like, we got to figure some shit out because we have not played good football and now it's starting to catch up to us. 
Oh. I want the Cleveland Browns. I do. I think I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns, and I don't know why, because I don't like Baker Mayfield. I know. I want to take Cleveland, too, I think, but I don't know. I got to trust Baltimore one more week. One more week. All right. All right. The Ravens offense should not be struggling like it is. And I I think this this is a good game for them to kind of get shook up again. All right. Next up, it's the New York Giants versus the L.A. Chargers. I'm going to put my 21-pointer on the Chargers. Beat the Giants. Yeah, I was uh, thinking the same thing, but that's fine. I have one other play that I feel very confident about. So uh, I will make that one later as we get there. Uh, I'm also taking the Chargers. This is just too easy. Uh, And granted, this could easily be one of those games where I'm like, well, there goes Justin Herbert sucking eggs again. Okay, but but he's going to be playing against Mike Glennon probably, right? I mean, we got a fact neck that in. neck injury. So I would think so. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I mean. Give me, give me the chargers 21. All right. Next up, it's the Detroit lions at the Denver Broncos. Um, yeah, maybe Dan Campbell can start a winning streak here, but I don't think he does. I think that Denver comes back. They're back at home. They're going to take care of the lions. I think they could easily also dominate them by 21 or more as well. I'm going to take Denver. Ooh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think this is going to be a close game. I think the Lions are going to have some fight in them. But as you have stated many times before, it's in Denver, and that mile-high sickness is a thing. So give me the Broncos to win. Next up, it's the San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals. Both of these teams I've been pretty high on all year. Um, Both who have surprised me a few weeks here, week in and week out. I'll take the Bengals, though, on this one. This is a game where both teams need a win, and it's going to be close. I still think that you are right, though, and Burrow is going to lead them to a win, especially after getting embarrassed this past week. All right, next up, it's the Buffalo Bills at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm, This is a good one, I think, maybe. I don't know, because we don't know if the Bills are good or not, and that's why I'm picking the Buccaneers. Um, I think that Tom Brady owns the AFC East, and it doesn't matter where he's playing. He owns the AFC East still, and he's going to beat the Bills. Yeah, this has uh, Game of the Week written all over it. But the Bills are just far too inconsistent, uh, and I, I just I, I can't put it past Tom Brady. Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and, and Tom Brady will do Tom Brady things. Give me the Buccaneers. And then Sunday Night Football, the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. I love that you saved your 21-pointer for this. Um, I, I completely forgot it was fucking Bears week next week, and I'm sad I didn't save mine now. But... I'm taking the Packers, baby. Let's go off the bye. Bears just got their ass kicked. Like, let's beat their ass on national television, baby. National television, Sunday night football in Green Bay. I'm sorry. This is Aaron Rodgers putting up numbers night. Uh, Over, under, two touchdowns for the Bears. 
two and a half, I guess. I'm going to say they're over under 17 points for the Bears. Under, definitely. I was going to say they're putting up like 13 because they're missing an extra point. Uh, miss an extra point. You think they're going to yeah. doink? Uh, yeah. I, and I'm thinking I'm thinking the Packers get 35 on them. Mm, I can see that. I can see that a lot. Yeah. All right. Those are our picks. We have made ours. Now it's time for you to make yours. Please let us know what you're picking. What's your blowout bet? Because uh, that's what... That's what we all come here to do, right? We all talk about these blowout picks. We, I started off so hot. And you started off pretty hot, too, but kind of petered out a little sooner. But I'm just saying, I went, like, five weeks in a row on blowout bets, and now I'm just, like, fucking struggling. I know. We, You know what? We kind of were, like, we we jinxed it when I was, like, oh, hey, we're doing pretty good to pick, like, the one yeah. that's happening every week. Yep. And uh, now, now we just... Yeah, it's we got to do it, though. That's the fun. Because, oh, yeah, has has there not been a week where a team hasn't lost by at least 21 yet? I feel Uh, like there has to be. I don't think so. I think there's been a plus 21 in each week. That's what I mean. So we've always had a we've there's been an option that we can pick. It's been there. That's why I love it. So let's get into these quick hits. Sure, sure, sure. Quick hits. And they are brought to you by. Nothing because we have no sponsors. That was the funny part. Um, let's go into <laughs> my first one. <laughs> I am a hockey fan this year. We know this. Seattle Kraken, 9-13 and 2. These guys are getting hot, baby. They are playing the Penguins tonight. I don't know. I don't know how to feel. Um, I'm nervous because I'm so passionate, as you can see. But they just beat the Oilers. On Friday, they had a nice game against the Sabres. They they close one with the Red Wings, but they are three of their last four right now. So they are definitely the team to beat right now. Name a player other than Sidney Crosby on the on the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, isn't there like a Dave? A something Dave. on there? <laughs> what? Maybe maybe like a Sergey something. <laughs> A Dave Sergey? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, those were two. Those were two first names I gave. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like I'm the worst hockey fan there is, but I am a Seattle Kraken fan. That is all you need to know. Okay. My all next right. quick hit of the day. Uh, R.I.P. Medina Spirit just dying after a workout today. The Kentucky Derby winner for the 2021 Derby. What the hell do you think was going on there? That was kind of crazy to hear. Well, I, I mean, didn't we talk about this way back in the day? The Medina Spirits trainer or owner or whatever is notorious for being a shitbag human being when it comes to his horses. I forget what the fuck his name, Bob something, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember you brought him up. Yeah. I, I don't remember. So that. just remember that you see that happened. You know that. Uh, it's it's something to do with their trainers or their owners overworking them because they think that they're just property and not fucking animals. Uh, you know, not that I'm a PETA person, but good God, we stop it. Stop overworking your damn horses. Um, My next hot take is going to be some of the coaching changes. We talked about Lincoln Riley moving on last week. I think Brian Kelly as well. 
Marcus Freeman in Notre Dame. Like I said, I'm pretty sure he's up there now. Uh, Mario Cristobal, though, the Oregon head coach, the newest guy to leave now, will be Miami's new head coach next season. And Miami I, of Ohio? No, no, the U. <laughs> and uh, I always just find it weird that the coaches just leave, like, before the last game of the season. Don't you think that's kind of fucked up? Yeah, that's bad. And uh, you're actually going to see this a lot going forward with the NFL, too, because now the NFL has opened up their uh, legal tampering window for both, uh, like, coordinators. They're able to talk to them now, I believe, in the second week of December. So this is going to – I think you're going to see teams be affected by that in the NFL. Uh, and, I, I mean – college football is the most corrupt just college sports in general it's like one of the most corrupt entities sure. in the united for states for sure yeah um it's not fifa level corrupt or you know the io level of corrupt but for the us it's the most corrupt organization fuck the ncaa and uh that's pretty much all i got for any quick hits there is uh really well speaking of the big i also did want to actually do one i had one late edition tommy fury drops out we're getting a rematch of jake paul and tyron woodley in december baby two week notice all right um if also if you haven't noticed that uh his the contracts came out for that and uh in the contract it was stated that uh Woodley was not a, allowed to knock out Jake Paul. So it's all a work, baby. It's fixed. Not allowed? Not allowed to knock him out. That's lame. What? Where yep. did you see that? Oh. You can look it up. How does that make you feel? Jake Paul isn't as good as you thought he was. He has been regulated to Island Boys status. Mm. That's <laughs> sad. That's sad. He would have he would have got his shit kicked by Tommy Fury though. So I mean, whatever. <laughs> All right, uh, my turn. Yeah, you're up. All right, my my first one. Let's talk about the MLB. It came out in a report last week that the MLB secretly used two different types of baseballs last season, where uh, during the games that no one gave a shit about, you know, the Seattle Mariners against like uh, the Oakland A's, they were using deader balls balls that could be hit less to make the games faster and then when it was boston and the new york yankees they were using even more juice balls and this is from an inside source that was close to rob manfred so the mlb is a piece of shit league and that's mainly due to Rob Manfred. When is that guy getting fired? He's the worst commissioner in pro sports. It's and has not even been close for since he's been there. I mean, he's been terrible. And that's he's well, done say it's not, not a lot for this at it's all. It's not even close. And that's saying something because Gary Bettman of the NHL is a fucking corrupt miser as well. Uh, holy shit. Rob Manfred needs to get the hell out of the MLB so badly. I can't even begin to say anything more. Yeah, we have a lockout underway now, too. Uh, this one's not so much. Uh, this is like a super quick hit. Y'all see the ass kicking that the Memphis Grizzlies laid on the OKC Thunder last week? I did hear about this. Three points. Holy that is embarrassing. Fuck. Yeah. Wow. I mean, Oakland or Oakland, OKC doesn't have their best player SGA plan, but 
shit. I mean, that puts yeah, you down by bad. fifty. That puts you down by fifty, maybe. So yeah. Uh, also, Antonio Brown is suspended for uh, faking his COVID vaccination card, which is a fucking federal offense. I just want to say, like, he should be in like federal prison. But you know, whatever. Uh, the reason I why mean, he got caught, though. That's that the most it, Antonio Brown thing he could have did. You know what I mean? Very much. Like, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Proceed. Uh, the reason why, though, is that Antonio Brown's chef was the whistle whistleblower of all this. And uh, the reason why he, this happened is that the uh, Antonio Brown decided that he wasn't going to pay his private chef uh, for his like services for something. So he got him back and got him back bad. Why are you like telling anybody if you do want to do this? You know what I mean? If you're going to fake it and go all the way and you got to keep it all under super discreet messaging, like the private chef doesn't get to know, you know what I mean? Like why, what the fuck are you doing? And shame on him for the situation in general. Just, well, I believe very similar to an Aaron Rodgers, just fucking have the balls to be like, I don't want to get the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine and play with it through that way. Well, Trying here's, to bend here's all the these thing rules with that, like, like that. Rogers, Rogers told the NFL that he wasn't going to get vaccinated and he just lied to the media, which, yeah, it's it's shitty that he did that. But he didn't break the law. Antonio Brown literally broke a federal he, he broke a federal crime. He, like he needs to be arrested. Like that's how bad it is. And now his job status in Tampa Bay is in question because of that. So way to go, Antonio Brown. Uh, also, yeah, I believe he's probably gone. I believe the chef is the guy that hooked him up with the dude to make the fake vaccine cards. So that's mm. that's why he knew. Okay. Uh, also, last but not least, did you happen to see LeBron James last week? Attempting to do the very famous Michael Jordan no look free throw shot and then fucking missing the basket almost completely. LeBron, man, I know we're big fans and of the of the game of LeBron, but I'm really starting to get pissed off at LeBron. Like he is just bitching about everything. He's not on a good team. I sent it to you if you want to take it. I did. I think I saw the picture of it. I didn't see a video. Yeah, I didn't know he actually attempted it. I, this is my first live reaction. I'm going to shoot this with my eyes closed. That's what he said. Oh, I clicked on the video, so I paused. But now he's going up. Yikes. Yeah, it, that, it was was a, not good. that was a rough one. And, yeah. Uh, it, Sites like Deadspin are using this as conclusive evidence as to why Michael Jordan's a better player than LeBron James. I think jokingly, but uh, at the same point, dog, LeBron, you look really foolish, dog. Yes. Yes, you did. That's all I had. All right. There it is. This is a... Okay, sorry, I just had to step away for a second there because the beer has caused some burps. The beer was for the Detroit Lions who got their first win yesterday, and that wraps up... Damn it, it was for Dan Gamble! Our 44th episode of Down the Wire. This was a great one. We went a little bit longer, but it's all right. Lieutenant Um, Dan, damn it! 
this is going to be the last week with Dave for two weeks. So, Dave, you got any goodbyes you want to say? You make it sound like I'm leaving. <laughs> like, well, I'm you, taking, you, you're not going to be here next week. I'm taking a one-week sabbatical. Like, <laughs> just Chillax. wanted to make sure that you didn't want to. You didn't want to say anything to the to the people. I love each and every one of you, including oh God, you, stop. sir, in Cambodia that listens to us, <laughs> and uh, the as well as the one in the Philippines who yes. has. I'm just waiting for you to send me feet pics. All right. Now let's move on because that was just too far. God damn it, Dave. Moving on. Let's go. If you like this episode, make sure you download us. You got to download us. That's how we see it. We hear you guys listening, but you got to download us. If you need us somewhere to download us, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're like, hey, I don't like giving these big guys any downloads on the big websites. I, I'm a small guy. I like to go for the local aspect. The you mom and always pop machine. You can always check us out. Check out Three Man Weave. Check out some other shows. Check out whatever you would like on thechairshot.com. For those of you that didn't know, I did this entire podcast with my eyes closed. Peace. Hey, I got muscles like Superman trainer. Hey, real, real rare like Super Sam Manga. I jump, stomp, stomp on Lucifer Satan. And I got a few rings on Jupiter skating. I meant to say Saturn, switched up the pattern. Smoking on some shatter, got me higher than a ladder. Thanks, I'm flatter. My baby mama batter. You look like Mick Jagger. Oops, a grease splatter. Hot, hot, hot. Jumping out the grease, it's a whole lot of degrees. About to come, about to fleece, please, please. Shh, I don't wanna hear a beat. Trying to catch the sleep, trying to count some sheep. Hot damn hot water, hot shower. Hot land of smoking green cauliflower. Tangerine, yeah, I call it sweet and sour. And my lawyer say a surgeon, I'ma call him.